Let's switch gears again. Sorry, I want to. I want to keep throwing you off track. Um, no, that's not really true. I, but I have a lot of questions here that that are popping up into my private chat, and also I have we have prepared. So we talked about compiling these programs, but now it's time to deploy them. And um, do I just do a, comp a compile and let it go into the object? But now we're we're in the world of Git also, so we we have to respect that and work within the confines but in a good way within the confines and parameters of Git. That, that's, yes. that's, where, that's where we are. So Git is more than just a simple compile. It's a whole, it's a deployment process. In theory, it's the deployment of source code, but it does not manage your objects for you. I mean, I'll start with that. And the, mm -hmm. you know, the, and the future in terms of working with Git and working your, with your objects is definitely, I mean, IBM iBob, which is the, you know, IBM's build tool for, man for when you yep. manage stuff in, I, I in was, Git. I was coming um, to Bob, yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's definitely the way to do it. Um, and again, I wish we had the time, uh, but you can, you, you can do all of that from Maryland. You've also been able to do that from VS Code for the last six months. Um, so, yeah, uh, I would recommend that you look into Bob. It is really good. And I also... Uh, I've done loads of tutorials on YouTube about how to use that stuff with VS Code and working with Git. It's all on YouTube. It's all free. You know, I'm... So, yeah. I, it, IBM iBob using and using Git is definitely something I would look into for sure. Right. And, and just to clarify to your point, Git, of course, is really about source files. Yes. Actually, any, any files, not necessarily RPG code, it can be anything, of course. Any plain text, you know? yep, and of course, and then IBM I Bob works alongside that to manage the objects, pretty much. Can you show us a little bit of uh, some odd things that you might be doing with VS Code? You know, let, let's get out of the RPG world for a minute. As I said earlier, I, I've seen I've seen you navigate within Node and things like that, but um, I guess that that's more of a pure VS Code plane than necessarily RPG. So where? What else can I do with VS Code? I mean, I, it sounds like it's a, it's a, it's a, it's it's a, it's a tool that does that that has that understands the constructs of so many different languages. So, so I, I, you know, I've seen you do Node. So show us some of that if you could. Sure. Uh, let me see if I have a good example project to show you. And if not, that's okay too. I have no. It's okay. I have so much stuff on this laptop, so I just need to get there. So this is a web app. A very, very, very basic one. It's all React based. Um, so I, you know, it's a huge app. It's kind of I haven't touched it in a few months, but one of the, of course, the primary use case for using VS Code is to build web apps. I mean, it has all of the tooling built in to build a web app. And um, so this is a React app, for example. And um, I mean, it's pretty basic. It has all the syntax highlighting for React and JavaScript and JSX and TypeScript and, and all that goodness. Um, but most people who are building React apps, you know, one of the primary pieces here is that it will tell me when something isn't used. So you can see here that it's complaining at a lot of stuff that is going on. So if I just make, you know, my var, I'm not telling you how to build a web app right now, but I'm just showing you what the fact is. It's telling me all this information. Now, running the app is also just as simple. If I want to run it, I have access to the terminal, much like you would have access to Pace. I have access to my local machine's terminal right here. 
So I can just do yarn start and it will build. Sorry, I have a whole bunch of stuff going on with my MacBook, but I can start up the app right here. And then if I come over to my, you know, if I, it's already opened up in Chrome for me, you know, and what's really nice about the fact that I can develop apps is that now if I change anything in this code, so if I, for example, add this variable again and save it, it's already rebuilt the app. Like that is standard stuff that you would do in VS code and a web app. Like you can write code, have it automatically change and you can see it change in real time. That's kind of one of the neat things about this is really cool. Um, and then on a less development side of things, I imagine a lot of people here are familiar with Postman. Um, I stopped using Postman because there's one that I use inside of VS Code, which I prefer, called Thunderclient. So I can build requests right from my IDE, basically. Um, I can give it all the parameters and save it and make collections, um, have environments. It really is excellent. And I'm the kind of person that likes to be kept in one area. I don't want to keep switching between windows and it does everything that I need to do right here. So um, yeah, less coding, but still very important to do. Those are a couple of things. I, I mean, yeah, I mean, I use it every day. So hopefully that was kind of a brief, brief enough overview. How often do updates come down to the to the product and if, if an updates do come how does it affect plugins that might be there already great question so i mentioned earlier at the start that there's a bit that microsoft do one release every month um and luckily i'm actually i'm actually friendly with the people who write the uh, actually maintain it they have a slack um that they invite extension authors to and i've managed to meet with them and learn about their api and and my and stuff like that and they they don't release any breaking changes and if they do they let you know about it six months before like they they don't tend to release many breaking changes because everything is so stable and everything is used all the time so they just don't have to remove that much which is really neat um yeah so that you get an update for bs code at least once a month and your extensions don't generally break they only break if the author does a bad build or, you know, adds a bug or something like that. And I'm, I'm guilty. I've done it plenty. So um, yeah, it, and, and it does it. That's one of the nice things about this is it does it automatically. Like if I release an update to code for IBMI, you'll have it within five minutes. If I do a release, it gets out to everybody's machine the next time they start VS code, which is excellent. I think about the open source community in general. I remember you and I were once working on a project together, Liam, and there was a, you identified a bug in, in something that I don't remember what it was, but I do remember this. I remember you identifying the bug and you, I think you made comment about it somewhere. And I think it was maybe just three hours later in that same day, three hours later, somebody fixed it and just put it back up there. I do remember that. Actually, that was with um, Material UI. We actually found a bug in an open source package called Material UI. And I raised an issue about it and it was fixed. And they gave me a branch with the fix on it in the same day. And Amazing. that was really excellent. Yeah, it was really excellent, actually. I love open source. Love so what's a, what's a typical day in the life of a Liam Barry Allen? How many different languages do you do you work with every day or in the course of a week or some some period? Probably no more than five in a week. Uh, uh, JavaScript, TypeScript, 
COBOL, RPG, and lots of SQL. Usually the five, those five. Um, so, and sometimes C, but not as often as I would like. Average day, wake up at 8.25 and have my first meeting at 8.30 and uh, work from home. So I make coffee and write lots of code, as you'd expect. And my life is not that interesting, actually. So sorry to play it off like that. But I just, I mean, I work 8.30 to 4 every day. And then I, after 4 o'clock, I work on Code for IBMI. And that's about as exciting as it gets. Well, what I find so. interesting in that, in what you said right there, is that you wake up at 8.25 and you're, you're coding at 8.30. That was pretty interesting. Yeah, I, we do a stand, I have a stand-up with three clients every morning between 8.30 and 9.15. And as soon as it's done, the coffee's on and I'm coding right away usually. So hmm. pretty standard today. And lots so, of meetings like everybody else. Like lots so. of meetings, I know, for sure. Yeah. That's, uh... So what are your, uh, so we're kind of coming toward, kind of towards the end. I, I suspect that uh, left, left open, you'd be talking for another five hours showing us all different cool things. I would. I, have, I mean, I could talk for hours what i'm going to do is just pull up the github page and leave that showing so you know the fact is is that it is open source and uh available for free and we have lots of contributors and if if that was something that you're interested in doing i'm also very much happy to help one-to-one like people contributing whether it's documentation and if you don't want to that's also fine uh that's not my you know whatever i don't care but uh if you are interested in contributing you know this is this project has the most amount of contributors for any um, any IBMI project ever. And that includes stuff that's been out for 20 years. Um, so there is a question. question. There is a question in the chat about the sponsorship. What is yeah. that? What is that? How does it work? And if someone wants to really participate in that, what do they do? Well, there is a sponsor button on the repository and it's a, fi- it's a financial sponsorship. So you know, you can donate one time monthly. And really what that allows me to do is take hours away from my day job and work on the extension, you know, for the, the time that it can pay for, which is great. I mean, because I love working on it. Um, it's not a necessity. It is open source for a reason. Um, but, uh, and I mean, I'll, brutally honest, at the end of the day, it won't, I, as I mentioned at the start, like I can't spend so much time on it at the moment. Like I'm I'm actually trying to live my own life as well instead of just maintaining this all the time. So well, you got a real job. I've got a real job and a real life. And, um, you know, so being paid to do it obviously is a charm, but whether it works out that way or not, uh, you know, so that'd be cool. So you can do that. And people do do it. I mean, we, there's a sponsorship goal of $500 a month, which isn't, you know, a lot in terms of being able to live a life, but it is enough to, to work on it, you know, every month for, you know, five to 10 hours. So that's great. Uh, and there was another question about, would it be a good idea to keep source in both source files and IFS? And my answer is no, because you only want one source of truth, really. Well, I'm um, wondering if he means the same source or different, like have some for, for one module, for example, and then another module in the IFS. That's a good question. Um, I mean, you can, you can like, for example, if you were migrating all the source code over, you might only do stuff that you're working 
you know, okay. working on. Okay. The, so. the the clarification is, I guess, to keep the same to keep the code the same program in both places was the, was the clarification. But yeah. Oh yeah, I I wouldn't do that. That's too. Much I wouldn't risk. do it either. Yeah, I agree. I I concur with that. So, um, parting thoughts. What do you think? I mean, not what do you think? What What do you, you know, if somebody were to meet you in the hallway, or at a bar, or in Starbucks, whatever the case is, and they, um, hey Liam, you know, uh, I'm I'm new to this world, and I, I, I'm a new developer. You know, what, what can you tell me about this? You know, give me give me some give me some words of inspiration on anything that you've shown us so far, or that you have coming on the pike. Yeah, yeah, um, you know. So, of course, I would tell people to try VS Code uh, because, I mean, it's free. It will actually help you get your job done. Uh, it's not really stigma. It's not, there's not much of a stigma to it anymore. Um, yeah, I mean, it, and it's free. I mean, you can use it with Pub 400. You can use it with your own system. It's the way that it will let you learn and actually help you do your job long term. So, Yeah. That's, that's what I would say. And of course it's, and it's completely transparent. So all of the, if there are any issues, they're all noted on GitHub, you know, that's one of the nice pieces that if I can't work on something, you'll know about it. If I can, you'll know about it. You know, if any of you have an idea of how it should work, you can post about it. That's kind of the key point is that it's open source to be a collaboration project. It's not just about me. It's about what everybody needs really. Um, so yeah, that's why I like it. Liam, I want to thank you on behalf of everybody in this group for sharing your time with us, showing them, showing us some pretty cool stuff in VS Code. Thank you very much for that. And uh, really, I just want to thank you from me to you on behalf of the community of, for all you do for the community. It's really, it's really uh, impressive. And there's no question in my mind why you are um, an IBM champion. As I said in the beginning, you really do embody the whole idea of, of sharing and supporting the community. So thank you again for that. I love it. I love it. So thank you for having me. I'm really, yeah, I'm trying to bring everybody together. So I appreciate that. But I do Bless. believe that you are truly the future. I mean, you know, with, with the, the, not just the tools you're using, but the techniques you're using and how you're using the language and things like that. It's, it's, I mean, the tool set is one thing, of course, but it's how you're using the tools. I mean, I can give, I can give anybody an advanced tool. If they're not using it properly, or it doesn't matter how good the tool is. If it's not, if it's not properly managed, right? That's true. I mean, it's like having a, a drill and not using it correctly, you know? So it's, it's like that guy. I mean, I can't use a drill correctly. Power tools, that's not my for that's not my forte. So but RPG compiler, yeah, I can work with it. Hmm. So everybody, it's been a, a real pleasure seeing everybody, of course. Thank you everybody for coming. The, this has been a um, this has been a great response. And I'm so happy to um, to to host this and it's really so much fun and to have people in the community that just keep participating is just never never ending. It's 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 we, we we're really all very lucky to have such experts who are, are so giving of their of their talents and their knowledge. So thanks so much, everybody. Bye now.